your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, everyone. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast, and you can find my own personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we are joined by Jason Hernandez of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, where we discuss a potential blockbuster trade between the Ducks and Hurricanes, as well as just everything in between. Uh, we talk about Seth Jarvis's performance in the AHL and so, so much more. Um, so before we get into that, though, um, the Hurricanes are gearing up to take on the Florida Panthers tomorrow on Sunday at 5 p.m. So there is still plenty of time to place your bets. And there is only one place that we trust, and that is, of course, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Heck, college basketball is gearing up. For March Madness, I know the ACC Women's Tournament is underway right now. Um, and Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. So don't forget to head on over to that website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your sports books expert. And while we have you covered here on Locked on Hurricanes, um, you got to wonder, what about the rest of the sports world? Now on the Locked on Podcast Network, there is the brand new show, Locked on Today. It is hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you will need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked on Today wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget that Friday on Locked on NHL, uh, Joe DiBiase of Locked on Sabres and Tom Cazoller of Locked on Oilers round up the biggest stories in the NHL of the week and get you prepared for the league's busy weekend slate of games. From breaking down the latest blockbuster trade to sizzling up the rivalry matchups on Saturday night, Joe and Tom have every angle of the league covered to close your week subscribe to locked on nhl wherever you get your podcasts now that all that is out of the way folks enjoy the talk that i had with jason of locked on ducks all right folks so one goalie that has been rumored to be on the trade market uh has been john gibson of the anaheim ducks and the carolina hurricanes are in need of an upgrade at the goalie position if they want to make a push for a Stanley Cup. 
And today I am joined by Locked On Anaheim Ducks host, Jason Hernandez, uh, to see if, a big if, the Ducks were to give up John Gibson and he were to waive his no cl- no trade clause, what it would take. So how do you do, Jason? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Yeah, what would it take? It would take a couple more losses from the Ducks, which seems likely given that they're playing some very good teams right now. But that losing streak, whew, boy, that's a bad one. Yeah, that's for sure. We just got out of a losing streak ourselves and are now on a winning streak. So that's good. Yeah, talk to me when your losing streak gets to like six or seven, then talk to me. Yeah, we got three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, three games. Oh, big whoop. We fell to fourth place in the division after being first. Okay. Um, Have you seen where the Ducks are right now? They're in dead last. Yeah, we're tied for first. Oh, yay. <laughs> so if Gibby were to trade his no-trade clause, it would take something. As it turns out, it would take something big. I know yeah, I had my I response on Friday's show, but then the rumors really came out that, hey, Jack Eichel could be moved, and maybe there could be an Eichel-Gibby type move. So now that the Ducks are not so much exploring, just entertaining the idea of what it would take, and it would have to, it turns out, be something that big. It'd have to be someone like a Jack Eichel, some, someone with star capability, mainly because Gibby is still a relatively young age and he is still a very premier goalie in the league, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the stats are not there, but look at the defense in front of him. Yeah, I was about the to Ducks say. The Ducks are decimated. They're missing two of their biggest defensemen in Hampus Lindholm and Josh Manson. They have a patchwork defense in front of him. When you have Ben Hutton and Jacob Larson as two of your defensemen that are playing on a regular basis, you know you're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's putting it nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I'm sitting back and looking at this because um, obviously I know he would not come cheap. Um, yeah. You know, he's not like a pending UFA um which i'll tell you something about i heard on the radio uh today on my way home from work that you may find interesting um but he's not a pending ufa he still has what six years left on his years yeah um so it's nothing like that where they're just trying to dump him um so i figure you're obviously gonna have to give up a goalie um yeah i would would the ducks have i would assume they out of the two that would be that are pending UFAs, I'd assume the Ducks would want Morozik over Reimer. Um, yeah, so you throw him in there, um, and then you're probably gonna have to give up some prospects. Um, with or picks. Mention, yeah, or uh, oh, yeah, there would for sure be picks in there, um, mm-hmm. and high picks as well, yeah. um. You mentioned your defense. Um, I could see, I wouldn't, I'd hate to see him go because he is playing really good this season, but Jake Bean, I could see him getting shipped out um, as well as maybe some other guys uh, up in Chicago. That's Um, a possibility as well. So they, the Hurricanes would definitely have to pay a hefty price. And I could see um, Anaheim pushing to get 
um, you know, some more established names as well. Not necessarily established names, because you know the Hurricanes aren't going to give up like Aho, Teravine, and Svechikov, someone like that. They're not going to do that. But maybe he's another one that I would not want to see go, but Martin Natchez. Um, I could see the Ducks pushing for a really young stud forward like that. I could see that as well. I mean, I mentioned a couple other names on today's pod or Friday's podcast where I mentioned some of the lesser names that could be in a package deal along with some picks and a goalie. Because, okay, they would need a goalie for goalie switch at some point. The money would have to match up somewhat, given that the Ducks are kind of up against it as far as salary cap goes for now. So the money has to match up relatively okay. As far as number of picks, I think Gibby's going to garner a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Buffalo. Buffalo is a big target just because of Buffalo trying to give up certain players. I could see that. But the Ducks don't need more off. I mean, they could use more offense because they're among last in offense in the league. But if you give up Gibby, you have Anthony Stolarz, you have Ryan Miller, you have Lucas Dostal. They're all young. Well, except for Miller. I mean, real Miller's probably going to retire after this season. Yeah. Um, all accounts are indicating that this is going to be his last season in the National Hockey League. So if you lose both your goalies, the Ducks are going to have some decisions to make as far as goaltending. So Mrazek could be a decent choice. He'd yeah, definitely be a rental because he's fixing to be a UFA. Right. Same and then you also have to con- you also have to consider who gets protected in the expansion draft. Mm-hmm. You have to take that into consideration no matter what. Yep. Yeah, so um I could also see um I would not like it um because he has played really, really well um in this season, despite my criticism with with him, but Alex Nadelkovich. Um, with him being young um, and, you know, not like James Reimer where he's in his 30s and has been around for a long time. And, you know, I could see them pushing for him as well because he would also come cheaper. They would go after someone like him. They totally would. Because, you know, where Mrazek and Reimer are UFAs, um, you know, after the season – I don't think Reimer would command a super high salary you know, given his age and just history of being a journeyman backup. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas Peter Morazic is younger um, and has been the number one guy. I could see him commanding a higher salary and with the ducks pressed up against the cap, would you want to take that risk of getting a rental goalie as your number one that may not be back? Um, he probably wouldn't be back. He wouldn't want to be back in this team because we still don't know what's going to happen with general management, with the coaching. We still have a lot of questions to be answered in Anaheim. And, and frankly, we don't know which direction they're going. So having a rental for the season does not make sense yeah. for the Ducks. But at the end of the day, you, know, you as a Ducks fan, if the Ducks were to trade John Gibson to the Carolina Hurricanes, what would you want them to get in return? I mentioned Hayden Fleury. 
because oh i know someone who is gonna hate hearing that oh alex o'hara yeah at future canes on twitter he is going to come after your head uh hey you know what that's what it would take because the ducks like their young defensemen they really do and they're they're going to go after defensemen no matter what because they have none right now so it's gonna take either jake gardner but he has a no trade clause so who else would it take on defense who else would be tradable hamilton he's making a lot slavin he's making a lot shay he's got no vowels in his name Brady or not Brady Hamilton. What the hell am I talking about? Dougie, Dougie Hamilton. Hamilton. He is actually a UFA at the end of the season. Yeah. But again, that'd be a rental and that wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. So I, it would have to take someone like maybe a gardener or a flurry. And I think out of the two, the ducks would rather get flurry because gardener has the no trade clause. And he also has some injury history. He's currently uh, has been on the scratch list, you know, with an upper body injury. Um, right. So, you know, that's also yes. something. You've Sorry, I'm coming after your guy, but I'm oh, just no, saying. It's not from, my guy. Yeah, From the Ducks perspective, that's where they would go. Mm-hmm. And do you think they would, out of the three goalies, uh, which one do you think the Ducks would ask for? Because you know Mrazic, they'd have to get another Mrazic goalie. first. Then probably Ned. Mm-hmm. And then Reimer, if nothing else. And then Reimer, yeah. And then after that, I, I would say, like, goalie-wise, you'd be getting a good goalie no matter what. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, people have heard my criticisms on Razik and Reimer of, while they both have moments of greatness, they really do, <laughs> um, they definitely show that they're not necessarily to the level of other starting goaltenders like a John Gibson, like a Tuka Rask, like a Mark Andre Fleury. And as far as prospects go, I mean, there's a couple names that I've loved watching and I hate to do this. Canes fans. I know he's a very good prospect, but Joey Keene. Ducks could go go after Joey Keene again. They need some young defense. They need some of those up and comers. And, I mean, I don't think they're going to give up Seth Jarvis. No, 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 no. They, they wouldn't do that. Especially after the way he just played in the AHL as a 19-year-old. Yeah. No way. I know. I know. I see enough AHL games. I know how good he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no way that they – he would have to absolutely tank um, for him to not – for him to be traded. Or yeah, for them so to get someone incredible, you know, mm-hmm. um, which speaking of, I want to get your opinion on this um, uh, because today on 99.9, uh, the fan, you know, the ESPN radio station, you know, here in North Carolina or mm-hmm. one of them, um, you know, Adam Gold, uh, one of their you know, big reporters there. He was, you know, scrolling through articles and whatnot. He found one of potential um, landing spots for Taylor Hall in a trade. Carolina Hurricanes were on there um, with him being a UFA at the end of the season um, because he only signed a one-year deal. Um, Right. And 
that article um, that he was reading from, I forget who wrote it. Uh, he said, you know, they give up Jake Bean um, and likely a pick or two um, to send up to Buffalo um, and then wow. have Buffalo retain part of Taylor Hall's salary for the season, you know, because of the Canes cap situation. Um, and this would obviously be in the case of they can't reach an extension uh, because from what he was saying that there are uh, talks between Taylor Hall and the Buffalo Sabres and there's that mutual interest of signing another deal. Um, so if nothing can be done by the trade deadline um, of him coming down here in the Hurricanes, getting that extra firepower to make the push for a Stanley cup while their window is open. Um, because you know, adding Taylor Hall, a former Hart trophy winner, that definitely right. adds some firepower. Uh, well, to your I offense. mean, I'll, I'll ask you, how open do you think, how long do you think that window is? Ah, oh, man, it's, that's a tough question. It's definitely a tough question. Um, I would say, just generally speaking, I'd say about four to five years. Ooh, that long. Maybe. Um, that all depends on how this offseason goes. Um, because if you can't re-sign yeah. Dougie Hamilton um, and there's, then there's a lose. Lot gotta protect. Yeah. And then lose guys in the expansion draft, which obviously is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's obviously going to happen. And then say you were to make a trade like that and give up someone like Jake Bean just for that rental to leave, your defensive core doesn't look as good as it does right now. Right, but then um, you, but then you go into another question of who do you protect in the expansion draft because you could go eight skaters goalie or you can go seven, three, one. Oh, I don't know I, what, I don't know what direction you go if you're Carolina, to be honest. Yeah. Like I said, I really think at the end of the day, you know, if everything stayed like it is right now, as we're on this call, I'd say four or five years. Um, just cause of the young group that they have, you know, they're re-signing Andre Sveshnikov. You know, yeah. that is going to happen. Oh, well, of course they are. Um, and like I mean, they would let Dougie Hamilton situation. walk before they did that to Andre. Um, so you, they're going to have that core of Aho, Teravon, Svachikov right. for the, at least the next four years because that's how long Aho and Teravon have left on their deals. Um, so it's definitely interesting. Um, I don't think it's a New England Patriots type window of you know 20 years. <laughs> Um, but I yeah, could, but they also had a freak of nature and quarterback there. I mean, yeah, it's the greatest of all time. Yeah, uh, I didn't know if you were going to come after me being a Patriots fan there for a second. Um, no, he's 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 the goats. Yeah, where's where's the lie? Where's exactly. the lie? Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's definitely there are definitely some questions that need to be answered. Right before I could make a definitive answer on that. Right. And I think a lot of that is going to come in the expansion draft this season. Mm-hmm. 
Do you Especially think it, on defense. Do you think the expansion draft this year is going to be rigged like the last one so Seattle can go to the Stanley Cup in their first season? No, 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 no. You can't say that. There, <laughs> there was there was some teams that made some pretty dumb mistakes. Oh, yeah. They, Florida? They predicted and who they didn't. I was like, Florida, what are you doing? Oh, like, yeah, I know. This is I, do, I do just get a kick out of that. There's, uh, there's going to be two or three teams out there that are going to make some not so great decisions on who they expose. You know that's going to happen. Buffalo. Oh, Buff- Buffalo could be one of those teams. Oh, you and know they're not uh, protecting their $9 million healthy scratch, Jeff Skinner. Right. You know they're going to try to dump him. I cannot say that for Carolina. I can't say that they're going to have any dumb moves. They just put themselves in a tough position because of the amount of defense that they have that can be exposed they're they're going to have some very very difficult decisions to make and there's some quality demon on there as well yeah i know i don't know i i I definitely think whoever's left on defense they'll get picked they'll get swooped up by seattle Mm -hmm. yep i completely agree um unless the ducks make a trade for a defenseman then let's worry about that yeah very true Character. Or, you know, um, the Hurricanes could do something like uh, the Devils did of, you know, tr- when they traded Sammy Votnin to Carolina and then he came back on free agency. They could right. trade, you know, one of their pending UFAs to Anaheim to get John Gibson and then just for that UFA to come back in free agency. Are you suggesting Dougie Hamilton? Is that what you're saying? Because he's the UFA, I see. I see your move. They get Dougie Hamilton away. We just away. fleece the hell he's out of y'all. Rental. No. Yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, would no that ha- they do that? Would that happen I don't to think, the Ducks? I don't well, think they'd let him go. I really don't think they're going to let him go. No, they they'd better not. The whole fan base would go berserk. Yes, and I also think it's. I do think it's going to be kind of drawn out. Um, with those contract negotiations uh, because he's going to want X amount um, and really look at how he was playing uh, pre-injury last season. So what he's going to want, he's going to want Ajo money. Oh, he might. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think he will. Um, But the hurricanes, they're going to look at how he played when he came back and how he's played this season where he hasn't, looked like that Norris caliber defenseman that he did last year. Right. But I, I take some of this season with a grain of salt. Just exactly. Because of, I do as well. You know, how it's constructed, how many games there are. It's a quick season. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, the Ducks are almost halfway through the season already. Yeah. And look at that. Half, halfway through this misery of a season. Yeah. Um, Ray and Heim Ducks get that top three pick. Maybe. We saw how that happened with Detroit last year. Well, mm. see, but Detroit was deliberately tanking. I know. They were pulling <laughs> at Edmonton. Can, can I say the Ducks are deliberately tanking? I cannot say on the air whether I think they're deliberately tanking or not. However. I know what bench, that answer means. <laughs> benching Trevor Zegris is a decision. Yep. I thought that was absolutely stupid. And that's putting it PG. Like I said, it's a decision. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. 
because that kid is the the future of your franchise. Yes, he is. And they're not utilizing him properly. It's sad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Before I let you go, um, you mentioned you have watched a lot of AHL games because you obviously, you know, watch the San Diego goals quite a lot. Um, The goals, the rain, the condors, all all those teams. Yep. mm -hmm. Um, We mentioned Seth Jarvis earlier. Um, He's 19 years old. um, So that's why he got uh, sent back to the OHL because of that CHL NHL agreement that they have there. Um, Next year, he will be 20 years old. So he can stay in the NHL or not NHL, AHL. Um, I think we kind of are both in agreement that he will be in the AHL next year. Um, he's not going back to the Portland Winter Hawks. Um, no, he signed a three year entry level contract, um, this past off season. Yeah. Um, he's, got, he's got the same deal that Trevor Zegers has. He's got the slide, uh, contract. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think he will play? on the Carolina Hurricanes roster in the regular season, not the preseason, regular season, while he's still on this deal, do you think he can do that? Oh, absolutely. He'd better. <laughs> he's that talented. Yeah. Have you seen the kid play? Yeah. He's amazing vision, first off. Um, I think he's one of the more dynamic forwards in the American Hockey League next to Trevor Zegers, who before then, Zegers got called up. Now Seth Jarvis is one of those premier players in the American Hockey League, or was because, you know, juniors and whatnot. Um, He can already show he can play with the big boys. He can play with the 20-year-olds, some of the veterans. Um, He does a good job of finding the open man and really utilizing those passes perfectly in the American Hockey League. He seems to be two steps ahead of the defense. Granted, some of the teams he's played are, eh, they're okay. I mean, I hate to say this, but Rockford are not exactly, you know, world beaters right now. Rockford, I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) Sad to say. Uh, Same with Iowa. The Iowa Wild, they're struggling defensively. So maybe it's also a residue of who they're playing. But these are still pro teams, and they're still veteran teams that have some very good players. And Jarvis has shown that he can cross the Royal Road with ease. With ease. It really surprised the mess out of me just how well he played in the AHL uh in his short stint there um again he's I mean, obviously I was surprised going to and I, I was both surprised and not surprised oh yeah I, I definitely agree there um I expected him to maybe struggle a little at first you know because of making that jump obviously right. uh but then you know really get his feet under him and get going uh not just hit the ground running like he did yeah, I mean, leading the league in points for a while up until he, you know. He actually, um, whenever he got he's sent not, back down, anymore, he was but... still leading the league in points with 11 and then second in goals. Yep, and he, at the time, he was tied with uh, Zegris for a while there. It was between Jarvis and Zegris. So I'm like, I need to see more of this Jarvis kid. When I did, oh, oh boy. <laughs> so good. So, so good. Yeah, you're lucky there. And look how well they're doing. Um, if there is some kind of playoff for the AHL, and we still don't know if that's the case, but if there is, I expect Chicago to make a deep run in some kind of modified playoff. Yeah, you know, between I could definitely Chicago, see it. Grand Rapids, the Knights, the Gulls, maybe the Rocket, but they're doing okay. 
and definitely the P Bruins. They're mm-hmm. looking really good right now. Yeah. Yeah, from the little bit I've been able to see, I could definitely see Chicago making a run. I do think maybe they may falter a little bit now that Jarvis is gone, maybe just because he was so dynamic uh, for them. I could see that. Um, just, well, they'll you know, go from dude, first to second. Big exactly, deal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like they're not going to be the Anaheim Ducks. You know, sorry, but you know, um, you they're, not gonna be, they're not going to be, they're not going to be that pitiful um and, hey and at least i said the ducks not the red wings so they're not going to be that that's, bad. that's fine that's um, fair that's a fair assessment i'll give you that uh but yeah um i think they'll probably falter a little bit but they'll they'll get back at it yep and i i say this to everybody if you're not watching the american hockey league what are you doing there's some pretty damn talented players on on the AHL right now, still mm-hmm. up there. I mean, just Wednesday night, got to see Jamie Drysdale up close in person. Oh man, that kid is really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, we're talking about other kinds of hockey. Um, I'm wearing the hoodie right now in Raleigh, you know, NC state, the men's team is ranked number five in the country right now. Um, and tonight they are playing the number nine ranked team, uh, Florida Gulf coast. Uh, in a back-to-back because they're playing them again tomorrow. And I will be at that game. First nice. hockey game in well over a year. Uh, getting to check out the Wake Competition Center for the first time. Really excited about that. So you should go be watch, excited. Go watch other kinds of hockey, people. Don't stick to just the NHL. Watch AHL, ECHL. Um, I was watching the Carolina Thunderbirds of the FPHL um, last night. So yeah, college hockey. So go watch uh, other kinds of hockey guys. Uh, but where can the folks find you on the socials, Jason? Uh, they can find me crying on the socials and drinking wine at uh, L O underscore ducks. And at Stimpy JD on Twitter. Yeah, I had a fun little locked on now video about a week ago. I saw that. That still, that still applies. Yeah, that was great. Uh, but definitely, uh, I want to say thank you, JD, for coming on. Uh, I know it was a little bit short notice, but I figured you enjoyed that question. Hey, it was a good question. It was a fair question, and I like it. Yeah. Hey, you never know what's going to happen in the trade deadline. A lot could happen. Yeah, exactly. A lot, a lot could happen. Yep. Uh, but... Thank you again, Jason, and you do it on your show, so we'll do it here as well. Ducks ducks fly together, so let's quack. All right. Quack. 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 But yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and I will talk to you all later. Peace.